Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. Several days ago, Randy Lane had been shocked and very much disappointed to discover that Kit Calvert hoped to evade punishment for the crime she'd committed some months ago, the crime of perjury. In fact, she expected Randy to help her do so. However, the young man had told Ben Calvert's daughter that he refused to try to shield her from the consequences of what she had done. He told her she must face reality and accept her responsibility. Today, Miss Calvert and her psychiatrist are having their daily interview. Dr. Larrabee, informed of Randy's discussion with the young woman, hopes to persuade Kit to accept graciously the fact that she's an adult and responsible for her actions. We haven't had an opportunity for a talk since yesterday's unfortunate happening, Miss Calvert. I've been quite concerned as to how the experience affected you. You mean being hustled over to the courthouse, being arrested and so on? Yes. I, uh, I hope you understand I did everything I could to avoid it. Yes, Dr. Larrabee. I believe you probably did. It was the uh, first time you've been away from the sanitarium since you entered here. I wonder how it affected you, being beyond the comparative safety of the hospital wall. Oh, it was rather an adventure, in a sense. An adventure? And you see, now that I'm practically my old self again, I haven't the fears I used to have. Well, I'm very glad, Miss Calvin. Nothing could please the doctor more. You were afraid I might go to pieces the first time I was put under pressure? Well, such things have happened. Not that I hadn't faith in your ability to face practically anything now. I'm sure you can find the courage you need, regardless of what might happen from now on. I presume you're referring to the perjury trial they cooked up for me? Well, it would be perfectly natural, Miss Calvert, to wish to avoid that trial. The impulse to do so is not abnormal in the least. But uh, if you think of it as inevitable, something You needn't give me a pep talk, Dr. Larrabee. I'm quite prepared for what's in store for me. I see. I've been thinking it over, and talking it over, too. My perspective on everything changed just recently. Well, that's the best news you could give me. This change you speak of. Have you any idea what brought it about? The last time we talked, I gathered your values were much the same as they'd always been. That's true. Then... Well, it's very simple, Dr. Larrabee. In many ways, you see, I'm a surprisingly realistic person. In other words, if I discover there's only one way to get what I want, then I'm smart enough to adjust myself, change my tactics. 
tactics. That's a word one usually associates with military campaigning or something of the sort. <laughs> when a woman sets about to get a... I mean, when a woman wants a certain thing, she's very likely to consider it a matter of... of conquest. Well, that's true. Some women even resort to trickery. Pretend to feel something they don't in order to achieve their ends. Dr. Larrabee, I believe I know what you're thinking. You know that I'm, well, very much attached to Randy Lane. Heaven knows I haven't made any attempt to pretend about it. And now you're afraid my change of heart may be nothing more than a feminine method of winning him over. Am I right? Yes, Miss Calvin. Well, you needn't worry. I'll admit, until just the other day, I was still going on my old supposition that I could get away with practically anything. I assumed Randy would help me. When he realized I was depending on him to get me out of the perjury trial, he really told me off. It, it brought me to my senses. Now I sincerely want to win his respect again. And I know there's only one way to do it. Well, Miss Calvert, I... Oh, excuse me. Yes, Barbara? Yes, you will be now. Oh, I see. Uh, hold on a minute, will you, please? You, um, you have a visitor, Miss Cal. Is it Randy? No, it's an attorney, Mr. Angus McKillop. Uh, have you any objection to seeing him? No. No, it's all right. Very well. Will you send Mr. McKillop in, please? Oh, and, and Barbara, tell Nurse Janeway to prepare Mrs. Patterson for examination, will you? Good. And I'll be with her in ten minutes. The girl outside told me to come right in. Oh, yes, please do. How do you do, Mr. McKillop? I'm Dr. Larry. Yeah, how do you do? And uh, Miss Calvert. Hello, Mr. McKillop. Oh, sit down, please, won't you? Uh, thank you. Yeah, this is quite a surprise. The last time I saw you, Mr. McKillop, you were shaking an accusing finger at me. So I was, young lady. So I was. Oh, excuse me a moment. Miss Calvert, are you oh, sure? Don't be you... upset, Dr. Larry. Mr. McKillop and I aren't going to tear each other apart. I'm sure he can hold his own. So can I. So uh, why don't you run along and do what you have to? We'll be quite all right. Well... Honestly, there's, there's not a thing to worry about, I assure you. Mr. McKillop's known me since I was a child. Haven't you, Mr. McKillop? I have indeed, Miss Calvert. Your patient will be quite safe with me, Doctor. Oh, of course she will. Uh, then if you'll excuse me, I will go ahead. I've got quite a heavy schedule this afternoon. I'll see you later on, Miss Calvert. Mr. McKillop, I'm very glad to have met you. Thank you, sir. Well, Mr. McKillop, I presume you're here in a professional capacity. Somehow I can't see you dropping in to pay me a social call. I came here at your uncle's request. David was extremely anxious for me to have a talk with you. I see. He spoke to me concerning the perjury suit. Oh, yes. I promised him I'd uh, talk to you about it. Well, I'm rather surprised, Mr. McKinnon. Are you? Well, yes. Considering you were acting as prosecuting attorney during the custody suit against me, I'd expect you to consider me a very bad bet as a client. I won't deny, young woman, that I was none too eager even to consider your case. But your uncle was very insistent, and so was Mary Lane. However, I haven't definitely said I would. But it struck me that there was no harm in talking the thing over. None at all, I should say. But I'm rather skeptical as to what good you could do me in any case. 
Even if you were to decide to act as my attorney. If you mean I can get you off without punishment, my girl, the answer is plain and simple. I can't. What's more, I wouldn't if I could. Not considering I know that you're guilty. Yes, of course I am. What? I said certainly I'm guilty. Well, I'd be a fool to deny it. That's why I wonder what use I have for a lawyer, since I intend to plead guilty anyway. You don't say. Yes. Then it'll be all very simple. They'll sentence me, send me to prison, and that'll be that. You have changed. Indeed you have. Because I'm quite prepared to take my medicine. Well, it is a contrast from your former attitude, Miss Calvert. Don't you approve? Miss Calvert, I'm a stubborn, hard-headed man. But I'm not a hard-hearted one. When I believe a person honestly sees he's in the wrong and desires to put things right, I admire that. Well, thank you, Mr. McKillop. The simple truth is, I had to try every other way out before I was willing to admit there actually was only one way. I'm afraid I've been pretty much of a fool so far. Now that I'm able to consider my behavior as it must have appeared to others, well, I realize I, I haven't made a very pretty picture. You know what my countrywoman said, Miss Calvert? No, what's that? Oh, what some power the gift of gears to see ourselves as others see us. It would fry money a blunder free us and foolish notions. <laughs> Good old Bobby Bird. There's much truth in what he said. Yes, I suppose there is, Mr. McKillop. In any event, it's certainly true enough in my case. Now I'm very anxious to get rid of all my old habits of thinking, to, to make a clean break, start out fresh. If that's the way you feel, deep down inside, then you do it, for yes. sure. Hmm? And if it means going to prison to pay for my past errors, I'm quite prepared to. I know it's my only hope for happiness. Brandeline made that quite clear to me. Quite clear. Brandeline would have been surprised had he known of Kit's new attitude. The young man had no idea that his recent talk with her had impressed her so deeply. He told his mother he'd just about given up hope that Ben's daughter would ever change. But Aunt Mary had firmly believed in Kit's essential integrity. Now it appears that Mary Lane's faith is justified. 